Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Kentucky Good Vibes. I'm your host, Shayna Perkins, and today I have the pleasure of interviewing one of the world's largest running vocal groups in the industry, earning multiple awards such as Vocal Group Hall of Fame, NAACP Presidential Lifetime Achievement Award, 15 top R&B singles, eight top 10 R&B albums, with two reaching the number one spot, two platinum and five gold albums by the Recording Industry Association of America, and the list goes on. With that being said, let's give it up for the Whispers. How are you? Hey, how you doing? How you doing? There, there he is. There he is. So we're all here. Okay, cool, cool. Good to see you. Welcome, welcome. Good to see you. Good to see you. Okay. So with that said, um, who are the Whispers? Well, the whispers is a yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> no, like who are the whispers? You can get a lot of answers for that. So I'm yeah, to, yeah. You Wait, I've been doing it for years, for a long time. So <laughs> good. Well, the whispers are a group. The whispers are a group that's been around longer than probably before you were born. Because even though you look, when I heard what your age was, I said, "Oh, that's something." But we've been around over fifty years. And for some reason, uh, you know, we're still here clicking, doing our music, and uh, just that's who the whispers are. Yeah. Okay. And I still can't tell y'all apart from the time I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Even with the hat and without the hat. <laughs> yeah. So how did it all get started with the music? Well, we started, like Walt said, now it's been, it sounds strange, even though that was over 50 years ago, but we started all in high school doing little talent shows in the community. Mm -hmm. And uh, one, one, one talent show led to another. We ended up being in a talent show where my brother and myself, we were like a duet. And mm -hmm. the other three was, was doing a, like a, they were like a trio. And we like what we heard with all of us. And we said, hey, let's put this together at a talent show. And that's how that all started. We put it all together. And later on, all that became The Whispers. Okay. Yeah, I grew up listening to your music. And it's definitely a family reunion favorite, you know, with the line dancing and everything, you know, so training. <laughs> oh, man, that's so good to hear. Yeah. yeah. So um, can you tell us how it all got started uh, with the music and who inspired you to do the music that you do? Well, we came up uh, like most kids in the 60s. We were like uh, Motown enthusiasts. Everybody, when you, we used to watch Soul Train, and of course, everybody wanted to be like the Temptations and the Four Tops. We were no different. We came from the Watts area in Los Angeles. And uh, like Scotty said, after this talent show ended, we put the group together, which consisted of five of us. And uh, we proceeded to be like most vocal groups that uh, you heard back then. In fact, their music still plays today. The Temps. Mm -hmm. The tops, the stylistics, and all those. That's what we wanted to be like. And uh, we got lucky with a hit. And here we are, over 50 years later, still doing it. And you know what? Let me let me add. To, I have to say this. Mm -hmm. because as I look at you, it, it this is a great interview because it's. I know you would have not known any about this music, even though you know you say you your age is what you said it was but you just you, you mm -hmm. look like a, you look like a teenager <laughs> well let me tell you my daddy used to play out of y'all's music my daddy i would sit in the back and i'd be you know rocking back and forth <laughs> oh okay well i yeah, know somebody that makes sense you tell <laughs> your dad much love much respect exactly it was because you, of your dad you. that you got into the whispers that's oh that's yeah. What it's about. yeah oh yeah 
So um, what is your why? Like, why do you do music? Why do you do what you do? Well, well I mean, we, you, don't get, you don't get a lot of answers for that one. But yeah. I think the way you, you, you do what you do because you love it so much. You know, uh, I remember growing up in, in myself and in, in, in I was in high uh, junior high glee, junior high school glee club and mm -hmm. high school glee club. And I just loved the fact of when I learned what harmony was like, it was like everything for me. So I think all of us do it because of the love of the music, you know, and plus we don't want no nine to fives. So <laughs> I get that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll try and nice get like y'all one day. <laughs> <laughs> so you know yeah. we didn't want those, and and I mean I unloaded enough tractor trailers and worked on liquor stores mm -hmm. and everything else. So when you get an opportunity to be your you know work for yourself and then do what you love the best, you know I mean you know music like this and be able to touch as many people as we've touched over the years, you know in a, in a good way. And some we've there's some in the in the in the, in, a, in a bad way too you know but we you know but for us is that music is so infectious it can heal the sick you know it can make somebody decide not to commit suicide and and we've experienced all of those kind of things so our love for the music and the industry itself is, is just what keeps us going and then you know in our performances as well the, with the people all over the world, how they feel about the whispers is incredible, you know, to be able to be at our age and be accepted still like we do. There's, I mean, there's nothing better than that. You know, it's like you wake up every day and pinch yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Did he answer everything? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, Pretty he, much. he went there. Yeah, he yeah. went there. <laughs> so he went there. there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, so you all are very active in your community, and um, I see that you all volunteer your services and your time. So uh, what's the message that you want to get across to the people? Well, along with singing, you're right, we're very active, but to give you a little bit of more history about our career, we've always been a group that kind of sings message-oriented music. Mm -hmm. I mean, years ago, we sung songs like, Seems Like I Gotta Do Wrong Before They Notice Me. And on stage today, we tell our audience that it's funny. As far back as that was, here we are today in 2022, and it's still kind of the same. The world is still in an uproar, mm -hmm. you know. So, uh, you know, we when we are on stage, we tell people to be conscious about what what's going on in the world, you know. And like Lavelle said, to have an audience this big, you need to take advantage of it, you know. When when COVID came out, we went into the studio and uh, we did a tune called uh, uh, "How Long." And it dealt, we were asking the question, how long are we going to have to deal with the conditions that exist today? And, and uh, before that, it seemed like I got to do wrong. So we're kind of proud of the fact that, you know, <laughs> we've always been here to have a message for the people. And I think our, I think our audience really appreciates that. Okay. Okay. So you're in a class of your own dedicating over 60 plus years in the music industry and um, basically scoring hit, hit records since the 1960s. Tell us how that makes you feel to be one of the top industry legends? You know what, I, that's the part that LaBelle didn't point out. When we're on stage and we're singing mm -hmm. and you see thousands of people <laughs> singing your song word for word, and I mean, not mm -hmm. just the United States, this is in Tokyo, Japan, you know, we've mm -hmm. been to Africa. There is, I can just tell you that there's no feeling like that. 
you know, it that's an experience that you can't pay for. I mean, it's just, it's so exhilarating to have people sing, like DeVille said, your music means that much to them. So mm -hmm. as a result, it means that much to us. It's just a great feeling that I that I wish I could describe to everybody because there's nothing like it. Yeah, because when y'all get up on stage, y'all begin to rock steady. Hey, absolutely. <laughs> there's no question about it. Yeah, rock and steady. And they rock right with us. <laughs> so tell us about the new re-up, uh, the new album that you all are coming out with, November the 4th. Well, November the 4th, we're hoping to come with the, we, what we did is we went back and we started recording our catalog from, from mm -hmm. scratch. And November 4th, we're going to be releasing the second cut from the, one of the, from the uh, tune that we just cut. So it, it's not an album release. It's a redo by The Whispers that's already been done. The only difference is that this belongs to The Whispers 100%. It doesn't belong to anybody else. It, it, anybody else. So that's what we're so excited about. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay, keeping it all to yourself, okay? I yeah, guess. but absolutely. Which, like, we which, ain't which, sharing which, it this time. The first time we had to share, we ain't sharing it this time. Yeah, which we advise all young acts to do. When you do your music, make sure you own it. Make sure it's yours. Mm-hmm, okay. Yeah. So um, have you ever thought about doing any other genre, genre of music, such as jazz or gospel, being that your dad was a big jazz fan that I had, you know, did research on? Yeah, we had the pleasure of doing a gospel album, and uh, we, we got okay. a gospel album that we're very proud of, as a matter of fact. But jazz is what my dad kind of put into me and Scotty. I see you did your homework, <laughs> learning all about us. <laughs> we, we really wanted to do more jazz than we'd actually done, but R&B kind of is where it took us. You know, we got our first hit, and the beat goes on. That was R&B, so it was pretty clear what the choice was going to be, but if you listen to our music, there's always some jazz little spots in there that you can hear. So we still love jazz, but it's it's main it's mainstream with R and B. Mm -hmm. Well, off the music tip, what are your hobbies and interests outside of music? Mm -hmm. Oh man! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he said he don't look. No. Lavelle said he don't want to do no tractor jobs and nothing. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. We got when you no. hear these interesting. Yes, Scotty likes to play the horses, and of course Lavelle is a as a is a race car driver. You know, okay. me, yeah. I'm a caddy. I caddy for my wife. My wife is a golfer, so I caddy for her. That's what I do. Oh, yeah, we all have our different. Maybe I yeah. caddy. I caddy. Yeah, right yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Plus, uh, besides, you know, me, my love of cars, every mm -hmm. kind of car there is, antique cars, you know, hot rods, all of that kind of stuff. I also fly helicopters in, in between my gigs with the Whispers, which they don't particularly care for. But I do that, you know, because, uh, you know, it's something that I, I, I love doing and, and giving back to the community. When you talk about giving back to the community, you know, um, I, I'm doing some EMS flying now, whereas, uh, you know, you fly, pick up patients on highways and wherever you, you can land to pick them up. So I've been dabbling in that, you know, uh, just you know, for a while. And, uh, you know, I kind of love it because it's a way of giving back to the community as well. So you're part of the medical field? Yeah. I mean, you know, EMS pilot, I'm, I'm the one that gets me to the hospital. Okay. And, you know, okay. and, and uh, they only call us when it's critical. So, you know, we land on freeways, high schools, you know, parks, wherever we have to land to bring that patient, pick up that patient. So I just started, you know, dwelling in that a little bit, you know, because of COVID. 
of course, because we were sitting mm -hmm. on our butts watching the walls grow. So I said, <laughs> I need to be doing like something else, <laughs> like yeah. everybody. So that's what I do to kind of get back to the community as well. Okay. So overall, what has been you all's most memorable moment, like individually? I think we're all going to be unanimous on that. So I don't know that Well, for me, I can go back real specific and talk about it was 1980 when we got mm -hmm. our first gold album. We My birth year. Yeah. Is that right? <laughs> and we were doing a show in Shreveport, Louisiana, and they stopped the show and brought out all these gold albums. And my eyes almost popped out of my head because at that time we'd been working for a long time and it, that, that night it finally happened. So, and from that point on, actually our lives changed from that day on. But that first gold record is what opened the door. And I remember that because it was 19 and that was the biggest moment for me. Okay, cool. Okay. What about you, Yeah, I said ditto <laughs> on that. I was going to say the same thing. I mean, for us, like you said, that was a life-changing moment, not only for us, but also for our families. We were finally able, like Scotty used to say, I won't say it like he said, but we were finally able to get all of our clothes out to clean us and set them apart. <laughs> <up. laughs> That's true. <laughs> and, and be able to, you know, kind of do some things for our family as well. So it changed our lives. And then plus when you get your gold album, and then shortly after that, the album became platinum. It kind of lets you know, yeah. yeah, it went platinum, and now it's double platinum, but it kind of lets you know, it's almost like getting your PhD, you know, mm -hmm. when you go to college and you work so hard, it let the people, it let us know that we, you know, that we finally did the right thing, and they liked it, so it, it, it meant a lot to us to get, for it to be golden when it turned platinum and double platinum, we were like, so elated about it so yeah that's what that's like sky said that to me that's one of the biggest moments in my life okay like i said i'm still confused about who's who <laughs> <laughs> that was Ball -headed is walter is the guy in the cap and scotty <laughs> okay you probably said it all your life <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> okay so um what would you say has been the best your your best work thus far like the album, the single, like what would you consider your best work? Well, the, the album simply called The Whispers with Anna B goes on. When we first finished this album, we had no idea what it would do. We knew it was a hit, mm -hmm. but when it went first gold, then platinum and double platinum, as Lavelle said, that was validation enough for us to know that our fans really liked what we were doing. Because before that, you never know. We we we, we hit and missed quite a bit, you know. We But mm -hmm. when we finally got the hit, that was enough for us. It let us know that our fans enjoy what we do. And uh, little did we know that they were going to enjoy it for over 50 years. So we consider that quite an accomplishment. Sure. So let me ask you, what did you do with your first big check? That's <laughs> <laughs> your first big break. Did like everybody. We bought our mother a house. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't think yeah. everybody did that. Well, I know we did. People yeah. say they're going to do stuff, and then when they get it, they're like, I, I get that on the second one. <laughs> no, 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 no. I did the typical black thing. I, yeah. I went and yeah. bought a Porsche. Yeah. <laughs> I went yeah. bought my dream car, which was a 911, 1979 911 Turbo Porsche. That's exactly where I, 
what I bought the first thing. And then the second thing after that was the house for the porch to go in. So, yeah. <laughs> so if you have grandkids, you probably have all the Hot Wheels. Every Christmas you get them a oh. whole collection. <laughs> all of my grandsons are crazy about cars. That's oh, all okay. they live They got to be, yeah. Cars. They got it natural. They got it natural. I love going to car shows as well. I do a lot of photography for car, car shows. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very good. Yeah. yeah mm -hmm. Absolutely. So what's next for the Whispers? Well, we're going to be out on tour. We've been touring a little this year. We're going to be out on tour uh, in the month of November. And we're doing a couple of dates in December 9th and 10th. And then we're going to do what we always do. We kind of shut it down and then start back again uh, in January, February of 23. So that's that's kind of what it, that's what we do that every year. And that's what it's going to be like this year. Okay. Okay. So do y'all have any um, words of advice for those seeking to get into the music industry? Oh, I'm glad yeah. you asked that. Great question. We try to tell all young people, because sometimes, you know, with this business, sometimes it happens quick. Well, with your generation, it does happen quick. With our generation, we had to go through some things. But I would say to all young Black acts in particular, don't give up on your dream. Sometimes you feel like you want to say, you know what the heck with this? We Look at the whispers as an example. I'm telling you, if you, if you want it bad enough and you're really real about it, don't give up on it. Mm -hmm. But now, yeah. the other hand, if, you know, young kids, they like to do this for the fame. If you're not serious about this, go get you a college degree and get you a job and be successful. But like Scotty said, if you're really serious and you believe in your talent, don't give up. Don't let nobody talk you out of it. Because believe me, a hit can come when you least expect. That's what happened with us. Mm -hmm. We had been recording for over nine or ten years before we got And the Beat Goes On. And our parents told us, you know what, it's time for y'all to get some jobs because this ain't working. Well, lo and behold, <laughs> we go to the studio in 1979 and 80. And next thing you know, we got and the beat goes on, it's double platinum and the rest is history. So don't give up. And he says, don't give up on your talent. That's, we might as well be honest and say, if you have, have a talent. talent. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> for some reason, no, no, the reason, why, the reason why I said it, because some young people, you know, they listen to the ego and they don't listen to the real truth. You know, it's like the father's telling you about how great his son sings. And when you see the son, you say, well, you didn't realize. So <laughs> if you have a talent, believe in it, don't give up. But if you don't, like Walt said, go get that degree and then do something else. <laughs> and see, that was a that twin was moment. <laughs> yeah. Was a yeah. <laughs> they said the same thing. That's the last least is, you know, uh, for me, I think that you know, there's there's enough Beyonce's, there's enough Ushers, there's enough Bruno Mars. Try to be yourself. Yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of acts today they want to be clones of other people. So when you listen to the radio, you don't know who's who. Try to eke out your own identity. You know, I tell a lot of you know, I talk to a lot of my children's friends. I said, when you heard the Temptations or you heard the stylistics of the Delphonics. Well, the four tops, you knew exactly who they were because they worked on their own craft and they came up with their own identity. I think it's very important for the, the, act, the young acts today to, to do that. Come up with your own identity. And when you wind up having that hit, if you ever get that hit, take advantage of it. Don't go out here and do like I did and buy a bunch of 
cars and a bunch of stuff. Go out. <laughs> <laughs> but you have, but you, but, but you still have some of those cars to fall back oh, yeah, on, right? I still have them. Yeah. I'm like, if, if you if you're obsessed yeah. with cars, I know you ain't getting rid of none of. Them. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. It's like that. it's <laughs> like people that's hoarders. They're like, I, I can use that for something. Somebody else can use right. that because they don't want to get rid of it. I'm her. That's <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> You fall in love with them, and then you don't want to give them up. But, you know, you get older, yeah. you get smarter. And, you know, you say to yourself, what's more important, you know, owning up a bunch of real estate so I don't ever have to work again or owning a business of some nature or, or developing something that you can sell for the rest of your life is very, very important because you can go get diamond, you can go get diamond rings and, and watches and all that kind of stuff. But when the dust clears, you're going to wind up having to sell that to survive so you know make it make the right investments and you know when you when you have this chance because they have today they have so much bigger opportunities than the whispers have you know when you wind up having a hit record today you make real real money i mean <laughs> these kids mm -hmm. today can wind up having a hit and come out of there with five six million dollars you know and if they don't don't wind up having several hits on that album they could they can be rich overnight, but generally they don't do the right thing about it. So be responsible. Make sure, you know, that you invest right so that, you know, you can have whatever you have for the rest of your life. Okay. Do y'all plan on doing any movies, biographies, or any documentaries or anything in the near future? No, not not right now. We, we, what we really want to do now, the focus of our attention now is to redo our catalog. We okay. want to re-record every song that we've ever recorded that belonged to the past record company. We mm -hmm. want it to belong to us. So we're going in and that's what we're doing. We're recording the catalog and uh, it's gonna take a while because we got 27 albums. So we're gonna be recording for a long time. Wow. But at least when those recordings are done in the future, when it comes to our kids and grandkids, you'll be listening to the whispering music recorded by them, not somebody else. And let, me say, let me say this too to mm -hmm. you in particular. We want to thank you because your, your your platform that you're giving us to say what he just said is very mm -hmm. important to us. Thank it's you. very important thank that you. young young black people understand that they can follow our lead. But we want to thank you for giving us this platform because we want the world well, to know when it comes time to dealing with the whispers, come to us. Don't you don't have to go to Capital or RCA, whoever else got the music. It belongs to us now, and we, we thank you for that. Absolutely. You're welcome. You're welcome. I appreciate you all for coming on my show and supporting the movement. And I know you all put out the movements and push this and push that. And I'm 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 right behind you. I'm trying to be on y'all's level one day. <laughs> You're gonna be. Uh, I, I actually do music too. I actually performed this Sunday, so I'm excited. Oh, okay. So this is my okay. second big show. Yeah, is I just started right? it. Yeah. yeah. So I do well, music. You gotta send us a clip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Send us a clip. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I did. Um, I sung the national anthem at the, uh, the Legends Baseball Stadium here at um, in Lexington, Kentucky, and so that was one of my big events. And there was a lot of people there, and I was nervous, but I got through it. I didn't. I didn't miss a note. I got the words right. <laughs> you know, you know, black folks they wait for you to mess up. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're gonna be fine. You're going to be fine. <laughs>
Okay. Well, I appreciate you all for coming on my show and interviewing with me. And um, I look forward to following up with you in the near future. And once again, uh, how can how can folks get in touch with you if they want to ask you questions? Or do you all have like a, a day where you are on social media where they ask me anything type things about the music industry or anything like that? Yeah, we're all of platforms, but yeah, but uh, the hookup that you dealt with to get this interview, mm -hmm. go to them. They can give you all the information on us because we're on all the platforms. But they can give it. Yes. They can be very specific and, and give you everything that you need. Yes, okay. definitely. Cool, cool. Well, once again, thank you all, and I appreciate you for getting on here. It's such an honor, and it was my pleasure. Thank, thank you for having me. All right, all right. We we'll look forward thank to you. seeing you again. All right. All right.